Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about our weapons are not carnal. We cast down imaginations. Yes, our weapons are not carnal. We cast down imaginations. So Joyce Meyer says this. Well, let me read, let me read 2 Corinthians chapter, um, yeah, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 2 through 5. And then I say the quote with Joyce Meyer says. It says this. I beg you that when I come, I may not have to be as bold as I expect to be towards some people who think that we live by the standards of this world. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with our ours are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments in every pretensions that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. George Myers says this, one of Satan's devices that we must recognize so we can resist and overcome him is his evil work in human mind. Satan desires to control our thoughts because he knows well that our thoughts are thoughts determine our actions. He injects thoughts and lies into our minds, hoping we will accept them as our own and act accordingly. Our goal should be to know God's word well enough to immediately recognize and reject all thoughts that do not agree with his word and to replace them with thoughts that do agree with it. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, it says this, The weapons of our warfare are not physical, weapons of the flesh and blood. Our weapons are the valley power for the destructions of fortress. So our warfare is against spiritual forces of evil. In Ephesians 6.12 says this, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical omnis, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. What is the heavenly supernatural places? And say battle beyond this world, a battle is indeed spiritually and not physically. The enemies we face ultimately are not people or objects. The devil may um, may use those as part of his attacks, but our true opting is not other people, it is sin. Spiritual battles can occur at all levels, anywhere across the world and beyond. We as believers must be prepared for attacks in putting on God's armor. The only weapons adequate to destroy the fortress of Satan and unrighteousness and false teachings are those God gives, such as the blood of Jesus Christ, the authority of Jesus' name, the power of the Holy Spirit, and spiritual gifts. Number one, those weapons are powerful because they are spiritual and come from God. Elsewhere, Paul lists more of these weapons' commitment to truth, righteous living, gospel proclamations, faith, love, hope of salvation, the word of God, persevering in prayer. These are weapons for us as believers that we can fight against the spiritual warfare against Satan. That is the only thing that's going to defeat him. By using these weapons against the enemy, the church will emerge victorious. God's presence and kingdom will be powerfully revealed in order to save sinners, drive out demons, sanctify believers, baptize them in the Holy Spirit, and heal the sick. Number two, 
The church today is often tempted to meet the world's challenges. Though the world's weapons through humanistic wisdom, philosophy, and psychology, exciting attractions, and entertainment based on church's performance, and etc. These often serve as a substitute for the basis of New Testament, practices of intense um, prayer, uncompromising commitment to the word of God, and proclamations of the gospel in power. Worldly weapons cannot bring about the kingdom of God. Let me say it again. Worldly weapons cannot bring about the kingdom of God. For such weapons cannot possibly destroy sins, strongholds, deliver us from Satan's power, or overthrow the evil passion running rampant in this world today. If we use the world's weapons, we will only secularize the church and separate it from the weapons of faith. Righteousness and the power of the spirit, tragically, the church itself will then be overshadowed by the power of darkness and its families thrown down and taken captive by the world's forces. That's why we as church don't follow what the world's doing and not try to act like the world and want to just to get people in. No, we got to be about our father's business. Like Jesus was saying at the church when he, his parents left and he was up there teaching them, he was about his father's business. As believers, we got to be about our father's business. We got to be about our father's business and what his will is to trample over darkness. We don't welcome darkness into our our church just for them to fit in. No, we are not called to fit into this world. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, let me read this. This is what the word of God says. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. So Christians' warfare involves bringing our thoughts, all our thoughts, into alignment with Christ's will. You hear that? As Christians, as believers, it is for us to take our thoughts, our thoughts to be lined up into Christ's will. That's how our thoughts to be lined up into his will, not the lies of Satan, because Satan is a liar. Satan is the, deceit, the deceitful. Satan is against us. Satan is not for us. God is for us. His word is for us. He gives us a bread and we need to renew our mind. That's what it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. We got to believe what God say, not what this world say, not what men may say, but what, what does God say in his word? And so, let me read that sentence again. Christians' warfare involves bringing our thoughts into alignment with Christ's will. Failure to do so will lead to immorality and in spiritual death in Romans 6, 16. Number one, be aware that be aware that God knows every thought and that nothing is hidden from the, him. We will have to give an account to God for our thoughts as well as for our words and deeds. In Ecclesiastes 12, verse um, 14 says, for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether it be good or evil. So number two, be aware that the mind is a battleground. Yes, our mind is a battleground. Excuse me, some thoughts originate with us while others come directly from Satan, our enemy. To take captive every thought requires warfare against both our sinful nature and satanic forces. Steadfastly resisting and rejecting evil and unwholesome thoughts in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Remember that we as believers overcome our adversity by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimonies, and by persistently saying no to the devil and his temptations and sin. In Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through 12, it says this, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. You hear that? We should live soberly, righteously, and godly, and godly in this present age. Number three, be resolute in focusing your mind on Christ and heavenly things rather than on earthly. For the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. Fill your mind, fill my mind with God's word. And the, those things that are noble, excellent, and praiseworthy in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says this. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Apostle Paul is trying to tell us what we need to meditate upon, not the thoughts of the enemy, even though it comes in our mind, not the thoughts of the evil, not the thought of jealousy, not the thought of envy, not the thought of carnality. No, our mind needs to be renewed because remember, our mind is a battleground. How do we bring down those strongholds? How do we bring down those imaginations that is against God's will? It is God and his spirit that brings that is the spirit and truth. And we got to renew our mind in his word, not just going to church on Sunday and praising the Lord. No, we need God's word Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every day if we're going to win the battle against Satan. Because Satan's not going to give up on attacking us. Not giving up on us or throwing any kind of afflictions against us. So we got to be prepared and ready in season and out of season in the word of God. And knowing and believing and have faith that God is going to bring down those strongholds. Hmm. Number four. Always be careful what your eyes see. In your ears hear. You heard that. Always be careful what your eyes see and what your ears hear. Resolutely refuse to let your eyes be an instrument for lust. Or to set only worthless or evil thing before your eyes. Whether in books, magazines, pictures, television programs, the movie theater, videos, internet, or in real life. In Psalms chapter 101 verse 3, it says this. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It should not cling to me. And today it's common for people to be entertained by using their eyes to view violence, sexual morality, physiologically, pornography, active perversion, evil of all kinds as means, and gratify the lust and desires of the flesh. And everybody think, okay, well, it's just a movie. Oh, oh, this is funny. No, 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 no. That, what you what, what you looking at, it affects you. It affects you. It affects who you are. So every Im imaginable form of evil is dramatized and made easily available for young and old consumers alike. Like the psalmist of God's people must guard our hearts and eyes from viewing or being entertained. You hear that? We as God's children, we got to guard our heart. We got to guard our eyes. We got to guard our ears of what we entertain it. Because sometimes we might be entertaining Satan and his demonic spirits and not knowing that those spirits are getting up on you. 
not getting up on you. That's why I don't I don't I don't want to see nothing darkness. I don't want to see nothing evil. I don't really like to look at the news, but I don't want to be blindsided, not knowing what's going on. So I gotta look at the news and I pray what's going on in the situation. But at the end of the day, I don't want to put nothing evil in front of me because I already got the evil and the enemy, Satan attacking me. So I want to win victories over the enemy. I want to pull down all those strongholds and I hope and pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you want to do the same. So God calls the righteous to hate and shun evil and to go, to go in ourselves and families by setting nothing before their eyes that would displease or grieve the Holy Spirit. And we as believers, we don't need to grieve the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is what gives us a spirit of truth and help us to desire more of God's word, more of God's will. And he's the one who has the power and authority to trample over it. So we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit and pushing the Holy Spirit down. And then we wonder why our faith is not moving no mountains and why our faith is not moving our purpose of what God has called us to do because we, live, we, we lean up onto darkness and our flesh carnality and our flesh carnality cannot grow. Our spirit man grows. Our spirit man be renewed. Our spirit man become new because it's in Christ Jesus. That's how we bring down those strongholds. That's how we bring down every imagination against the Satan. That's how we tell Sephir, you got to go in the name of Jesus Christ. That's how we talk to anxiety. Satan, you ain't going to bother me today. I believe that the Lord of Jesus Christ is my father. When I walk out this door, I am blessed. I am covered with the full armor of God. We got to be prepared in season and out of season, regardless of what's going on in this world. World. That's what God wants us to do. Jesus, help me calm down. And so as true believers, we must not partake of the knowledge of evil. In Romans chapter 16, verse 19 through 20, it says this. For the report of your obedience has reached everyone so that I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The wonderful grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus, be with you. You heard that the God of peace will crush Satan under our feet. And Josh Meyer says this. If we keep our mind actively focused on positive things and not let it be idle or passive, we will, we will rob Satan of his opportunities to influence our thinking and build strongholds in our minds. We can choose to think our own thoughts based on God's word instead of merely waiting to see what thoughts come to mind. Because you got to understand, our thoughts are evil. Our thoughts want adultery. Our thoughts want fornication. Our thoughts want wickedness and evilness. So we got to set our mind on what God's word says. What's going to pull down that evilness? What's going to cleanse that evilness? We got to renew our mind and not just sit and think about anything. No, we are in Christ Jesus. Our mind should be in Christ Jesus and his word drawn close to him. And whenever it's time a stronghold or anything trying to come and attack us, we got to go against Satan by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you.